Fading Memories is sponsored by I'm Up. I'm Up is an app that gives you independence, security, and peace of mind. Find it in your favorite app store and use invite code 006 when you sign up. Welcome to Fading Memories, a supportive podcast for those of us caring for a loved one with memory loss. Hello, listeners. This is a short little bonus episode I thought I'd throw out for you. As you may know, I really try to keep the episodes to about an hour and frequently fail. There's always such great information from my guests, it's hard to narrow it down. Well, in this week's episode of Canine Caregivers, we started out talking about all kinds of different things, and there was a 15-minute or so section that I thought was really interesting, but wasn't about dogs. So I separated it out so that you could hear it, and it didn't make the other episode an hour and a half long, because I know you don't have time for all that, and this is why this is a little bonus episode today. I hope you enjoy, and make sure to check out the entire episode of Canine Caregivers because that is super fascinating. My name is Jennifer, and I started the podcast Fading Memories, well, technically more than a year ago. My first anniversary is coming up, and it's a Alzheimer's Caregivers Support Podcast because... We all need as much support as we can get if we're caring for a loved one with memory loss. And I found that there weren't a lot of podcasts out there that did that. Actually, there was, really there was only one. So I jumped in the fray and started my own. Awesome. That's absolutely a critical, important piece. So so the reason I know that is because I teach. My name is Ben Brooks. Just for your introductions, I, I, I do... A, we do a podcast on dogs in the news, and Michelle and I do. And then I'm also a biochemistry professor. And so I teach large classes of biochemistry people. And this is a top, Alzheimer's is a very, very common topic for us in class. And I commonly ask the students, what, how does Alzheimer's impact them? And it's, it is probably along with cancer and heart disease and diabetes, it is right up there on the top. I, I probably should put together a list, but Alzheimer's care impacts, and we do a little project and Alzheimer's is almost always a top topic amongst students. And, you know, this is our young people. So it affects, it's going all the way down and impacting. Yeah. I recently did an interview with millennial caregivers, which my daughter's 27. So she's, I guess on the younger end of the millennial generation in just talking to the other gal who was slightly older, I think she was like 31 or 32. It just, it just make broke my heart. And she's caring for her grandmother. Grandmother's still living independently, but it's like, I ended up having to help my, my dad passed away out right after my 50th birthday. Yeah. And so obviously my sister and I then became fully responsible for our mom And that was when I realized that she was a lot worse off than I was aware of. And I knew she was bad. So that was kind of not a fun revelation, but, and I wasn't ready at 50 to give up working and, you know, the bank would prefer I keep working to pay the mortgage and all those details. (laughs) And, you know, my daughter had just moved out a month before my dad died. I was like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not ready to to be a caregiver to somebody 24 seven for the next 
10 or 15 years or yeah, about 10 or 15 years. She's only 76 and she's physically very healthy. So she could live quite a long time. And I thought, you know, if I was 70, it might be a different story, but not at 50. Um, But you don't have to put together your own list of where Alzheimer's impacts um, people. Go to the Alzheimer's Association's website. It's alz.org. And they have uh, like an infographic. Alzheimer's is the fifth leading cause of death nationwide. And here in California, it is the third leading cause of death. Yay for being the most populous state in the union. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, you should jump in right now and introduce yourself. Yes. Okay. Hi, my name is Michelle Whalen, and uh, I've been working with Ben for how long, Ben? Like three years now. Yeah, it's been a while. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how Um, I would survive without you, so... (laughs) Well, thanks. Um, I'm a dog dog owner and lover. And uh, regarding Alzheimer's, I'm actually, uh, I have a, we call him my adopted grandfather and he has early onset Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm hearing you, Jennifer. I, we, I understand yeah, how, my- how difficult and frustrating it is and how lost you feel without any kind of support. Yeah. Fortunately, I went to if you've ever experienced hospice, I went to one of their support groups, their grief, grief support group after my dad passed away. And it was like, this is good for that part of my life. But the bigger part is the daily grief of, you know, my mom is not my mom anymore. She has no idea who I am. She has no idea my dad died. And that's way harder to deal with. It's like, I can accept that he's gone. There's occasional times when, you know, I get a little depressed, not depressed, but a little sad about it. Things that he's missing. Like my daughter, who is not a social person, just started actually planning her wedding. It's like, oh my God, I didn't think that was ever going to (laughs) happen. And, you know, but then I also think, I just told my husband, I'm like, we're going to have to wait and see if we bring my mom, because my mom has no clue who her oldest grandchild is, and they were super close. So that kind of daily sadness led me to Google Alzheimer's support groups, and that's how I found the one through the Alzheimer's Association, and that's been fantastic. I've been in that one for a little over a year, almost a year and a half. And then I get to talk to all kinds of fantastic people through the podcast and I've learned so much. It's like if the people who listen to my podcast have learned and gotten as much help as I have, and I've been on this journey a long time with my mom, then I'm doing something right. So hopefully they're learning along the way too. <laughs> well, so we would like to kind of, the reason we're kind of doing this is for two reasons. First off, we think that there's really good opportunities for us to discuss how dogs can help in Alzheimer's care. In, in a couple different capacities. And um, if you want to discuss Alzheimer's at a biochemistry level, like I'll geek out on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell a lot of my guests that if I was like half my age and had twice as much sense for science, I'm an artist. Obviously, I'm a photographer. And now I do podcasting. That's an art form too. I like science, but I don't understand a lot of it. If that was different, I would totally go into brain research because I just find it so fascinating. But yeah, it, it's, not some, 
it's not something I regularly do. Uh, I, so I got my PhD in prions. And if, if you're familiar with prion diseases, I suspect that a large number of the Alzheimer's cases are actually prion diseases, Crutchfield-Jakob disease, which is um, another protein misfolding disease. And so the prion protein will also forms um, plaques and aggregates and does very similar things. So, and a lot of times if you don't do an autopsy, you're not going to notice the difference between the two. The, the pathologies are very, very similar. And so anyway, I, and the proteins are very similar in that the structures are very similar. They form when they become misfold, they're a normal protein. They're associated with memory. And so anyway, that's what I did my PhD. And, and so I, uh, and I teach biochemistry. And so when we talk about Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's is a classic biochemistry story. There is so much fundamental biochemistry in it, but there's still so much we don't know. So much. Oh, that's true. Well, you, we will have, you and I will have to do an episode on that. But you're going to absolutely way dumb it down for some of us, though, because you're like almost losing me a little bit there already. <laughs> and that's fine. I, I, I have a tendency to do that. But I, I do. The, the, the cool part is we are making progress and in the in the area. In fact, you know, um, a lot of a lot of people think that the Alzheimer's proteins are actually and this is why you, I don't know if you saw the article about gingivitis. Yes. Not recently. So. There's a lot of people, a lot of good evidence that suggests that both um, the amyloid uh, amyloid beta, I call it A-beta, so uh, uh, A-beta and the prion protein are both antimicrobial peptides, meaning that they're used to fight off disease in the brain. And that's why gingivitis. And you might have heard the story a while back, they just came out and said herpes was associated with with Alzheimer's and those are all microbes that infect the brain. And I suspect what happens, well, I, this is my hypothesis and it's just a hypothesis. So don't, (laughs) don't, when I talk about this, I talk about this in class a lot, but what ends up happening is, you know, those proteins are really important to memory and they're also really important to fighting off diseases. And as you get older, they kind of mess up, right? They're kind of, they're kind of like, they get cleaned up a lot by your brain, right? By you, you know, sleeping, your body comes in, does some housekeeping, cleans them up. But as you get older, you become less efficient at that. And so that's probably some of the reason why we're starting to see some of these things that are associated with it, you know, like gingivitis and herpes and some of these other viruses and uh, bacteria. That's why we're starting to see this. But that's, you know, anyway, so that's probably why we're starting to see these things um, associated with Alzheimer's. So anyway, yeah, every I went time. Off, I, I went off on a tangent already. Yes. Well, that happens me two minutes. <laughs> that happens with all of my episodes. I even had one. I don't generally work from notes, but the last one I worked from notes and it still was like this long conversation. And I'm like, I just, I hope people like the conversational format of the podcast because I don't seem to be able to get away from that. But well, that's I, what we, I think that's what we, that's what I think our people, uh, you know, our viewers like to listen is just listen to, people who are very knowledgeable about the subject matter and talk about it, because I think that's really, I think that's where we're going to start to see really big areas of improvement in in some of these things. So, well, I've always said that one of the biggest issues is the stigma. Like my mom knew she had a problem and people that have listened to past episodes know we had a business together. She wasn't writing down instructions when the client expected to pick up the order, you know, minor things like that. And I started basically hovering and supervising 
And there was an episode where she didn't recognize her own handwriting and it was definite an oh crap moment. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't want, I, you know, I don't want to end up like my mother because my great, my maternal grandmother and my maternal great grandmother had no memories at the end of their life. So yay for me, three generations and I have to be the one that stops it. So I, she had all this denial and she didn't, didn't do any of the things that we've now learned you could do. Like I exercise regularly. I do not eat fast food or processed food or my worst thing is I am a sugar fiend, but I've learned how to reduce that in my, in my eating. And I can't really get rid of the artificial sweeteners. Just can't. Inflammation would be, you know, that's one of the things that I think that we don't quite understand. The sugar is really bad for you because it increased, it helped it really exacerbates the inflammation that you're going to see. So keeping your sugar intake low is really super important and having good mouth health, obviously with that new gingivitis thing is really important. And so the other things that decrease inflammation are your omega three fatty acids. And so when we talk about when, when they, um, that's like your Western diet, your beef, right? Yep. Like I always (laughs) tell my students, Hey, I love me a really good corn fed beef steak. There's nothing better, but you know what? That omega six to omega three ratio, which is really important in inflammation, you know, decreasing, not only is it bad for your, your, you know, your glucose, you know, your, uh, carbohydrates and you know, your fat and all that good stuff. It's just really bad for inflammation. You need to be eating fish. You need to be eating, you know, taking your omega three supplements because those decrease the inflammation that decreases, you know, all the diseases, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, MS, all those things help out. So, well, I take the supplements, but I don't like any fish, (laughs) none of it. No tuna fish sandwich, nothing. I don't like the smell. Grass fed beef. So, well, we do get that occasionally. We do, we get the meal delivery from Blue Apron. So their meat is hormone hormone free, which is great for somebody like myself at 52. As soon as we started eating the hormone free meat more regularly, because we only get three meals from them a week, I noticed other changes in me that were positive for somebody who's 52 actually started last year. So um, we all know what comes with, comes with that age for ladies. So. <laughs> um, and I, like I said, I exercise six days a week. Once we stop having wet, wet. I mean, we're having an atmospheric river. So I'll but go back to walking my three dogs. I have three golden retrievers. I definitely want to talk to Ben about, as I call it, brain stuff again. So hit me up on social media. The Facebook page, Fading Memories Podcast. Twitter is Jen underscore Fink. Actually, I think it's Jennifer underscore Fink, but you can find all my social media accounts on the website fadingmemoriespodcast.com but hit me up with what you want to hear like what questions do you have for Ben don't leave this all up to me I'm always looking for things that I think you'll find interesting but hey tell me I'm open and make sure you go listen to the full episode of canine caregivers because like I said very fascinating made me want to get and train another dog I have three to be a canine caregiver. Thanks for tuning in to Fading Memories. And as always, I'll be in your ears again next Tuesday.